This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Friday, April the 29th, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome to the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, your guy Friday, sitting in here with the Double J. I'm the former CEO, shipping clerk, and janitor of this company, and every now and then they let me address the microphone and you fine people, coast to coast, wall to wall, and treetop tall. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group, legal, lawful, constitutional tender, something that you can count on, something you can put away, something that doesn't pay interest like the rest of the banks, things that are real, things that are tangible, and you can protect your tomorrow was something that wasn't born yesterday. Call one eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. You can also head out to the World Wide Web and hang out to the wee hours of the morning at allamericangold.com. You can order. You can check things out, check the news. You can, well, basically keep yourself abreast of the day's events in the wee hours of the morning. Thanks for tuning in. We really enjoy the support we get here and all you wonderful people for the last two decades. You're listening to one of the longest-running financial broadcasts in the world today. I'm sitting in the new CEO. Well, not new. He's on his third year. He's on his hat trick. I drafted him uh, years ago. <laughs> I wasn't a first-round pick. I had I had uh, baggage. Joe went way low. <laughs> but I got a good deal of him because I had a picture of him with a mask on his face. <laughs> So, <laughs> so it worked out pretty good. That's Joe Jake, my nephew. Uh, well, nephew-in-law. My niece is out front, Sarah. Homer Lopez is in the back. Had a uh, fella come, just stop in here looking for Homer. He looks at me, are you Homer? <laughs> <laughs> he did, too. Yeah. Like, no. Sweet Lou was in here. He's a good guy. Yeah, Lou. So, Who's Lou? <laughs> I don't know. It's a great day to be alive. I hope this finds you well. There's... More news than your yellow lab can shake a stick at. I really don't know where to start. I'm going to start with these two words on this Friday. Two words that you probably thought you'd never hear again or have to utter or put it into your subconscious or psyche to try to extrapolate and roll it around. Are you ready? President Clinton. <laughs> look at Joe's look. That's something nobody's really thought about, have you? We might have to look at that, those two words again, President Clinton, President Clinton, President Clinton. I can't imagine that. I don't think I can take this. And I don't think this is what the rest of the of the, the, the media, and I don't think that this is what the, uh, the Republican Party really understands, is I don't think you people can utter the words either. The public's had it, and I don't care what your... Uh, your your, your political persuasion, your religious persuasion, people have just had it with the status quo. Donald Trump has more votes, got more votes as of this last primary sweep than any other Republican candidate in the history of the country, but yet somehow, <laughs> somehow, the Republican Party they doesn't can't want him. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't, and I've had a hard time trying to understand this. So they tried to light California on fire yesterday. Isn't that something? You know what? I just had a brilliant idea, though, because they showed they were 
They, they have the protest coming. Of course, it's not the protesters' fault. Right, right. Never, right. It's Trump's fault. Donald Trump's fault for having the unmitigated audacity to actually go west to California. It's not his fault. Like, well, I guess it is his fault that 30,000 people wanted to attend it. Yeah, it's unbelievable. So so they never blame the protesters. Oh, yeah, it's the evil Donald Trump. It's not their fault. But I have to tell you that, you know, I had this brilliant idea. If you want to get anybody in trouble, grab a flag. So they had, they had a Mexican flag, and I figured, well, you know, it's those those terrible, vicious illegals that sneak in here. But uh, then they, I saw the pictures this morning on CNBC, and it was the uh, paid protesters, you know, the, the, the Gen Xers, the, the tattooed minions. Well, you the, had it right first. It's the Soros paid protesters. That's what it is. So they grabbed a Mexican flag. Now, you know, if it was me, if I was a Republican... I'd grab an ISIS flag and go run it in there. <laughs> you know, if you're a military-industrial complex guy, you know, you could, look at the money you could raise by just getting different flags. How about Puerto Rico? Somebody better help Well, them Puerto Rico's uh, going to default. Uh, Sunday, Atlantic City has a bond payment that they're going to default on. Uh, article, not on the front page, because you don't find this stuff on the front page, but in the Wall Street Journal today, Portugal getting ready to be downgraded by the last... Apparently, there was still some company left that didn't have them at junk status, some Canadian firm called DBRS. Uh, they're expected to announce that there will be in junk status today, which means they can no longer borrow from the ECB. Now, who's this? Portugal, the country. Portugal. You know, maybe you heard of them, so, right, right next to Greece. Right, and Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, Atlantic City. Don't wait, worry. Wait, wait. Atlantic City. I missed that. Yeah, there'll be the. Uh, I want to say Atlantic City, the first uh, city to file for, or I guess default in New Jersey history. I believe. Where's the Dow? Record. Uh, record. Well, the Dow was down 200 points yesterday, down 150 points today, but but still, you know, now, within within five six hundred points of an all time high. Obviously, it's a you know they can't pay their bills. It's the uh, the pension funds that are out there, the retired people, the cities are all bankrupt. All the bonds are worthless. They are. Every one of them. I don't care who they are. Even here in Phoenix, they're doing the, the great budget dances that they do every year. Right, right. And they go, yeah, oh, yeah, we're cutting the budget, this and that. And the evil kindergartners don't get nothing. And, and uh, But it's the public pensions, you know, that are destroying the balances. And they leave them out. They're not even in the budget. Well, what about the underfunding? Well, how much is it? Well, we don't want to talk about this. Oh, it's about $17 trillion for the country? No, for the city of Phoenix. <laughs> what? The city but don't worry, because nobody counts those. Right, we don't count that. So, And all the tax money collected, every, if you give them every penny and just send it to the city, it doesn't cover the people who aren't working. Nah, we're not going to talk about that. That's not good for business. You're listening to The Blind Leading the Stupid on the Friday at Patriot Radio. Stay with us. can only get better. We'll see you here. Hey, uglier than a mud pants and dumber than a stick. You're listening to Eric Cedarstrom and Joe Jenkins. You have to figure out which one is which. Thanks for tuning in today. It's a great day to be alive. He's the ugly one. I'm the stick. <laughs> All right, well. Thank you for that edification. We're talking about OPEC. OPEC, what numbers are out today? They're uh... <laughs> well, this is great because the whole the whole little oil storyline for the last two or three months is about how any day now OPEC's going to have a meeting and cut production. The numbers came out. Saudi Arabia pumped a record amount of crude oil 
the dollar falling out of bed, just like I told you it would. Uh, big rally in gold and silver again today. Five straight days in a row now. But, what uh, happened but crude oil is down a little bit today. It was just a few months or just a few weeks ago. A few that, weeks ago. They had a big meeting. Right. Oh, we're all going to cut back and pop out. Yeah, wait a hmm, something happened. Amazing. And Nobody I, cut anything. I just drove 3,200 miles pulling a car trailer, a loaded, enclosed car trailer, up to our ranch in Washington and back. And on the way up, I bought diesel for $2.05 a gallon. I got a 100-gallon tank in the back. On the way back, I had to buy it again. And in 10 days, diesel went up 20% on the road. I'm just, Lori and I are just scratching our heads like, what in the world? Ended up, yeah, two two forty seven was the last diesel I bought. So, I don't know. Boy, they sure, they do the same thing, don't they? You know, they get to... You get a, a, a dollar move in the price of oil, and they all just run out on Interstate 15 and start raising the price. Well, I think gasoline's going to go up another 15, 20 cents here in the next, well, probably by Monday or Tuesday, because now uh, even with oil being down 50 cents today, it's still $45 and change. Well, here, since uh, Colorado's closed today, and we're just yeah. on live in Phoenix, the uh, 101 shooter. <laughs> Have you seen that deal? <laughs> and I'm like, they, so they show them on TV. If, if you're not paying attention, you have to be dead because they had to, you know, obviously people were firing. Someone was firing at people on the freeway, and they arrest this guy. And uh, they hold him for I don't know how long. They've been holding him for a while. Let, let's just say uh, Phoenix is gonna, it's going to cost Phoenix some money. The mayor comes out. We got him. We, we got, got him. You know, they, 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 the cuffs weren't even cold on the guy. You know, they, We got him. And then, of course, whoever was doing it stopped because it turns out it wasn't this guy. So now they show the guy on TV, you know, and he's just a typical millennial, never going to make right. anything out of his life. I didn't do it. I haven't left my mom's basement. Well, wait, he's in Arizona. I haven't left my bedroom right. in four years. Just typical. Never going to have anything had he not been blamed. Right. <laughs> now he's going to be great. How did you make your fortune? Oh, I sued the city. So they show the guy. He comes out of the courthouse. There's free. He's free. They got no charges. They screwed up the whole thing. You know, you people that watch CSI, believe me, it's a cartoon, all right? These people are idiots, all right? <laughs> they don't know anything. So, you know, that's one thing, you know, that people get picked for juries, and they keep waiting for the CSI smoking gun. Now, is this your fingerprint? We that never happens in the real court, okay? Actually, uh, no. Most of the CSIs that girls have liberal arts degrees. <laughs> Well, how long, how, how long have you been doing this job? Well, I just started last week. I'm just out of college. Do you have any experience? Uh, no. So anyway, so I'm like, well, maybe this kid really got a raw deal. Because they show him coming out, and he's got two, three, four people around him, well-dressed, hugging him. Like, and I'm like, well, this kid's got a good family. Nope. It's all attorneys. <laughs> Every one of them. Well, they already said he's got PSD. What's that? Post-dramatic, oh, you know, yeah. yeah. stress syndrome. I got that one weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this guy, they're going to sue, of course, for millions. The attorneys are all hugging him. And I you know what? Every small business owner has that. Right. Yeah. Right? Everyone. You all know what I'm talking about. I don't get any reward for that. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? So then the FBI, how about that? The FBI figured out how to open up an iPhone. Isn't that most ridiculous? That's another thing that's just ridiculous. 
You get a 12-year-old kid standing down at the mall this weekend and go, here, crack this open. <laughs> See what's in it. So I'm sure that's what they did. Of course, they're not saying how they did it. So They must have went to well, a, you know what? One of the a high schooler said, you know what? My kid's kind of a geek. He hasn't come out of his room in about five years. Let me bring it home and give it to him. Yeah, and we'll have that thing open lickety-split. Oh, yeah. No, they got it figured out. So, Well, they asked the kids, you know, 16-year-old boys, would you rather have a cell phone or a car? You figure it out. Now, imagine asking. about uh, When I was 16, are you kidding me? I turned of course, we didn't have cell phones, but that's all you wanted was a car. I turned 16 in 1975, and I'd been already driving for a couple of years. <laughs> You couldn't get a date with hey, a car. Hey, here's the great thing, though. They didn't have a video of that. No, you had to have a job and a car, you know. That's what the girls wanted. If you didn't have one, the other guy did. So, henceforth, ergo, we all got bigger, faster cars. And, and it still goes on today. You know, <laughs> I have to tell you that, that we live in unprecedented times, and I, I, I don't think there's anyone listening to this program that would argue that fact. I mean, it's amazing what we're witnessing, and... Again, you know, I've uh, always been way ahead of the curve. I, how many times have I said for you people, lifetime listeners here, that, uh, that I, you know, we had an election. I used to say, I'm not so sure we had an election. And I think we're all starting to figure out that we're all disenfranchised in this country. The, uh, the elite and the people that, uh, not the government you see, but the government you don't see, already knows the outcome. And they're a little disconcerned about what's happening because, well, the American public's wising up. The tragedy, tragedy in Colorado was just horrible, horrible, where they just take, you know, the delegates and go, oh, yeah, we're voting for Cruz. But let me tell you how bad it really is in this world. You're trying to figure out where you fit anymore, because I'm not sure where I do. Um, who was it? Boehner yesterday, was it yesterday or day before, called Cruz Lucifer in the flesh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, you ready for this one? His ratings went up. <laughs> Who's got a bump on that? Oh, vote for the devil. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah, I didn't like him. So I didn't like him till then, but now I want to vote. Oh, wait, he's the devil? Oh, oh yeah, I that's, have no idea. that's what we need. I have no idea. So I've been waiting for the Antichrist. You know what I don't like about Cruz? I don't like him because he reminds me of some of our competitors. You know, when they get on and go, you know, they start espousing uh, their religious beliefs and things. And uh, all the while, they are fleecing you. So, I mean, that's just how I felt about that. So, And I always have. I'm uh, throwing my hat in the ring, and I have. How long? A year year ago for Donald Trump. You know what I can't believe, though, that uh, that they have the same thing in the Democratic Party. I mean, they're giving Hillary the superdelegate. Oh, yeah, it's all the same. Right. But, uh, but you know, Sanders is drawing bigger crowds. He's won more, a bigger percentage of the primaries in the last 60 days, and uh, I don't get it. I, I got to tell you that. I still give you credit for that. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I mean, when you came in here one day and said the birdie shit, I'm like, who's that? I, I, I didn't even think I knew who he was. Again, all things being equal, you know, so the whole thing wasn't rigged, I, I believe, and it still could happen, but but uh, the elite definitely got a hold of uh, of Hillary Clinton and the Republican Party if, if, is not conservative. Obviously, that's coming out. I mean, if you're a conservative, you believe in you believe in. If you're an American conservative, let me let me let me preface with that the key word American, not a global conservative, not a hyphenated American. Yeah, not a global, but but just an American, just a plain old Floyd R. Turbo. 
Remember him? That was uh, that was Johnny Carson. You know, he had the, the ear flap hat. <laughs> Floyd R. Turbo. If that's you, you're just an American. Okay, you believe in a sovereign nation. You believe in closed borders. Okay, you have to go through the proper channels to become an American, like your family did. You know, so seems to reason that uh, if you want to be an American, you've got to follow the proper channels. Well, that's over. I mean, now they're even talking about the, the liberals are out, you know, Donald Trump, and now the Mexican flag's flying in Southern California, and the riots starting, and they said that 80,000 illegals have crossed the border since October. And, and, and you know what? Let's be honest. If they're admitting to 80, what's the real number? What's the real number? Right. Do you know how many of them are criminals? One in ten? Nobody knows. That's the point. <laughs> Is it one in ten? I mean, you know, I don't know how many Americans. I got to believe they're the same amount of criminals, you know, one out of every whatever it is in America is a criminal. Well, I'm sure the, the same way with all the illegals that are coming over, whether it's one in ten or one in twenty. That's still a whole lot of people. It doesn't matter. How many, how many are criminals? How many are terrorists? How many are here for illicit conduct? Nobody knows the answer. That's the point being made. Now, if you get control of this, you'll have that answer. Boy, we, don't have, forbid. we don't have a country anymore. We don't have one. We don't have a country anymore. Oh, God. Yeah. Just anybody can come, anything goes. Matter of fact, I saw that uh, Obama signed uh, a new law for people, prisoners being released. You know, they're releasing them all. That's all they do anymore. And they're making them now Medicaid eligible. Because apparently you weren't before if you got out of prison or... Committed a oh, okay. Crime. So here, here, right. if you're uh, released from prison, right? So you're, med- I'm not Medicaid eligible. So after the show, I'm going to knock off a Circle K. <laughs> <laughs> when they let me out next week, I'll uh, have free medi- Medicare. How about that? Not a bad deal. Yeah, Medicare, Medicaid, Medicaid. That's it. Medicare is when you get over, over a certain age. Yeah, sixty. One of them, you, one of them, you get for nothing, Medicare. and the other one, you got to pay Medicaid. a little bit. Medicaid, Medicare. Yeah, Medicaid. See the word aid. Mm, there you have it. So, one eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. You know, uh, I mean, have to talk about the election. I got to tell you, this is the. I don't never listen to Rush Limbaugh, and I certainly never listened to Hannity. And I thought they were, you know, too, very liberal and and uh, New World Order mouthpieces. And, and my my opinion has been skewed lately listening because. Out of all the people I thought, really, that would take big shots at Trump, it'd be those guys. Well, you know what? Oh, I think you're just listening at the wrong time. You think? Yeah, Have because I guarantee you before, you know, in the last two weeks, now that it's pretty much clear, because he's going to win Indiana, too, and now it's all over, and he's going to win, and, and they're they're slowly starting to change their tune. At least that's my opinion. Well, they were all anti-Trump months ago, and now they're just coming around. You might be right about that, because I didn't listen. I, I have been listening as of late, as I've just somehow been catching it. We were on the road for 11 days, and you know there's no AM radio anymore in English when you get up into the small towns? Oh, yeah. It's gone. It's gone, man. It's gone. There's barely AM radio here. That used to be my favorite thing when I was a kid. I'd go out in the in the garage or into our carport in Iowa. I mean, we moved here from Iowa, and I could listen. You can actually get uh, WHO out of Des Moines and KSFO out of San Francisco late at night, sitting in a 1968 New Yorker at midnight. I'd go out and listen to the far-off radio, and I liked it. Even now and then, you know, in Arizona, you get the traffic on the 405. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Bounced off a mountain just right. Yeah, you know. One night I was actually 
camping at Roosevelt Lake, because we're on locally. Uh, Roosevelt Lake, which, you know, just the lake up here. And we got up early one morning, and uh, we were going fishing, and I had the radio on in the camper at 5 a.m., and I was picking up the American Freedom Network, listening to my own show, being, how about that, skipping in on the AM radio. But, boy, you get up there now, there's, if, if it does skip in, it's it's in Spanish. <laughs> I'm not kidding. So, so I don't know. Yeah, maybe you're right. I think that the Trump is gaining momentum, and more and more people they want to invest in a winner, right? So they realize that. Well, you know, when the news came out that now he has more votes than any other candidate in Republican history ever since uh, since you know the beginning of since since the 1776. Figure that one out. But yet they don't want him. I mean. Well, well, you think Cruz is going to beat President Clinton? <laughs> well, you know, here's the funny part is Cruz wasn't going to get the nomination. They just wanted him and Kasich to do enough to where they could get the guy they really wanted to be, whether that was Paul Ryan or, you know, I kind of always thought in the back of my mind they'd try to dust off Jeb Bush and throw him back in there. Well, I got to, I'm trying to figure out why. Why do they want this guy in? This would be a godsend for the Republican Party, you would think. You know, all things being considered, they got they got the most popular candidate because in the world. They don't want America first. That could be it. That, they don't. I called Lindsey Williams yesterday and talked to him for a long time. And um, I still respect his opinion. And he's something. And he had, he had some interesting thoughts on it. And I'll share that with you when we get back from the break. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour on a Friday. I'm Eric Cedarstrom with Joe Jaquin. We'll be back after these messages. I hear the talk beat of the DJ. Can't understand just what does he say. I'm on a Mexican radio. I'm on a Mexican radio. Way to go, Ramon. Yeah, that's what you get, man. You're driving around through Great Falls, up through Butte. Sure enough. Mexican radio. I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> Mexican radio. Just just do this here in town. Say about 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock tonight. Go out to your car and turn it to the AM radio and just hit the seat button. It won't even stop. My car, it won't even stop. It, There's no AM station. Nothing. Ah, weird, man. I know. It's weird. It's weird. You know what? Maybe I should quit. Last time I drove, hauled stuff up to the ranch was was the weekend that Michael Jackson and Farrah Fawcett died. Right. And then I'm on the road and Prince dies. So now he's the artist formerly alive. That <laughs> <laughs> formerly don't No, no, it was formerly alive. I never got that. Yeah, oh, you're famous? Yeah, let's change your name. So here, you know, the president gets involved. I didn't hear the president making any noise over Merle Haggard. No, he didn't. No. No. No, that just kind of went by the side, which is a, in my opinion, which do you think really has a bigger effect on on what's left of society? All right, are there more of us? I don't know. Maybe a probably a dumb statement, but wouldn't be the first one I made. So. I um, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, I was going to talk to Lindsey Williams yesterday about why do they hate Trump? Why does the elite hate Trump? I wanted to know. Inquiring minds want to know. Lindsey just, you know, how he throws things out there. He's so he's he's working at a different level than all of us for intelligence. And he said, "Well, let me ask you: if you were a Bush or a Clinton or an Obama, and you think of some of the things that we've seen that have been well, 
constitutionally questionable at best. How many times have they violated the law while at president? And you look at the, especially the executive orders that were signed, and I'm not just picking on Obama. Just go through them all. And the things that they've gotten away with. Would you want to put a guy who knows where all the bodies are buried that has no alliance to pay anybody back in charge? <laughs> I thought, boy, boy, he knows where the bodies are buried, doesn't and, he? And, and he's not a part of the bodies. No. So right? he, he doesn't have any skeletons in their closet. Has there been treason committed? Absolutely. Constitutional violations? Absolutely, without question. This is the country we're in today, and they don't want him in there. It's amazing, isn't it? It is absolutely amazing, because I have made the statement that this was, you know, a couple of years, this was during the Romney thing when Joe lost his bet to me that I said on the air that Obama was going to get reelected, because I don't think this country will ever elect another Republican president ever, ever, in my lifetime, which, you know, may be a lot shorter than yours, but... I don't think in the next, you know, 10, 20 years you're ever going to see a Republican president. Now, that was before the Trump phenomenon started. And, you know, when you talk about, look what he's talking about, restoring sovereignty. I don't know, these horrible ideas. Right. Restoring a manufacturing base. Restoring um, the, the, uh, well, you know, he's, he's not a big guy for raising minimum wage. Well, you know, he's not a big guy for raising minimum wage. He's not a big guy for raising taxes. I mean, he's not. Right. He really, what he's talking about is sovereignty and bringing jobs back. How are these radical, horrible ideas? I don't get it. I don't get it either. So, I don't... Why is it, and, and the free trade agreements, you know, that we've signed that... Have, walk back on all of them. That have decimated this country. I want to go back to where we started the show today and just read you this excerpt out of the Wall Street Journal. Okay, and I want you to ask yourself, are we in a recovery, like they tell us? Because it just depends on which side of the fence you're sitting at. Atlantic City has so little money left that it's going to miss a $1.8 million bond right. payment. We're not Monday. talking about a billion. We're no. talking about just $1.8 million. A step that would... they could, Actually, Carl Icahn could make it for... <laughs> Carl Icahn could have it fall out of his pocket and not even right. know it was gone. And Puerto Rico. Pay them, too, this weekend. <laughs> Maybe they'll give you the country. <laughs> I'm the new king of Puerto Rico. I'd, I'd do a buffet with them. Well, I'll tell you what. If I make the bond payment, can I have the East Coast? See, <laughs> see. Anyway, so here's America and the recovery. This is the great thing. So let's go to Atlantic City, New Jersey. Remember, this was the business model. Let's get rid of the factories and turn them into casinos. All right, the tourism business model was going to replace American ingenuity and manufacturing. Remember, that was there. Anyone want to argue that fact? That was it. We don't need these jobs. Look at what we can do. Look at the city tax bases. Look at all the people that will come in. The tourists will come. And we'll visit the steel mills. And we'll visit the auto factories in Detroit. And we'll have tourism and casinos. Yeah. Atlantic City, they were the business model. They were the they were the epicenter for this business model. Can't make a $1.8 million bond payment. The Jersey Shore gambling destination has endured years of strain. Again, Wall Street Journal quoting and reading, as a third of its casinos now have shut down. And I will throw in a third since the ratification of NAFTA and GATT. 
I'll throw that in for you, fill in that line for you. But now its cash levels are low enough that bankruptcy is a possibility for the 30, only 39,000 people left in Atlantic City. They're gone, man. They're gone. According to the mayor, Don Guardian. We're down to a couple million dollars on any given day. The mayor said in an interview. The hey, they're just like the rest of us. The most of us don't even have 400 bucks on any given day. The once prized as a vacation destination because of its giant casinos and boardwalks, Atlantic City now is in this position because of a declining economy and mounting debt. Now, how far away is Wall Street from New Jersey? From not, not that far. Every day they tell us it's getting better. Somebody should call Atlantic City and tell them it's getting better, not worse. Well, you want a little dirty secret, and maybe it's not that big of a secret. All the Wall Street firms are laying people off. Don't be fooled. Yeah, from well, Goldman Sachs to Morgan Stanley to Merrill Lynch to J.P. Morgan to Citigroup to Bank of America, they're all laying off. Well, the gold markets and the equity markets are forecasting... Uh, Maybe things aren't. We've hit the uh, end of the cycle here, and Carl Icahn as well. Oh, that's it for Puerto Rico. They got the Zika. They did? Yep. Apparently, just, just breaking first, the U.S. Zika death, and it was reported in Puerto Rico. Well, I don't like the Zika thing, so because I'm expecting my first grandchild, Lori and I's first grandchild, next month. But anyway, we're down to a couple million dollars on any given day. Well, they can call Mark Zuckerberg or somebody. <laughs> I mean, I got to hold somebody. <laughs> just give them a casino. Go Here you go. How about Trump? You know, Trump. Right, they've got a bunch of ones. I mean, just pick one. Which one? I'll give you a building. Make the bond payment. And you can just have this building. Well, they say the mayor says they're victims of a declining economy and mounting debt. The predicament is is more severe than most distressed U.S. municipalities. I love how they wrote that. How many are there? All of them. Thousands. But Atlantic City has the worst credit rating of any American city. The appetite for higher yields. Now, again, remember, they bailed out all these bonds once. Now, what was it? It was QE what? They... I don't know which one it was. I mean, because there was QE 1, 2, 3. They did a twist and a retwist. I mean, they've done so much. We don't even know what they have. Where's the Fed? Maybe the Federal Reserve should just take over there. Yeah, I mean, wasn't the QE going to buy Atlantic City bonds? I don't know. We don't know. Maybe they don't. So. Why don't they take the bond and put it on the pay the paycheck wheel? You can get 40 to 1. <laughs> Patriot Radio News Hour. Blind leads to stupid on Friday. We'll be back. Well, if you're one of the elite and filthy rich and you're a stock portfolio, your company, your bank's been bailed out. You're having a good weekend in the Hamptons. Looking forward to a nice summer. If you're an everyday Joe, never got nothing. And if you're a guy trying to run a casino, you're probably not. The everyday Joe can't can't even gamble. Even now, Nevada. So Joe and I have figured out during the break how to fix New Jersey's problems. So you put your money, your card, or your cash into the slot machine, and if you win, it prints out one of those, because they don't pay more, it prints out a ticket. This one's a bond. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It'll mature in 100 years. $2,800 due in 2026. So... <laughs> Perfect. Just take that home. Put it in the kid's little college account. They'll pay it. Don't worry about it. I trust them. Just like when you're in the lottery in Illinois. You know, you talk about the end of times. Uh, I can't help it. I catch things, and I'm like, you know, we're looking for, well, signs. Here's one. You can go to a club med in Barcelona. Okay. Okay. You can go right into the den of... 
Thebes, go right in there into into Babylon. That's the word I'm looking for. And you go to the club, you know, and you you don't need shoes or shirts or anything. And it's when you have just a swimsuit on for you know ten days, it becomes an inconvenience to have a wallet or a room key. So they are now inserting at the club a little thing under your skin, a little microchip. So when you check in, they just pop it in there, and off you go. So like when you when you pay for your drink, you just wave your wrist at the bartender. When you go to your room, you just wave it in front of the door. Essentially, which, you know, is nothing new. They do it to dogs, but a lot of people, you know, are wondering that the mark of the beast will come when people start putting the electronics in their body. That's already happened. But it's kind of like your pet being chipped. <laughs> and I don't know, you know, if you're... If you're a little wild, you know, or maybe your spouse is, you're like, where's my wife? You go to the front desk and they they punch up her. <laughs> well, she's uh, in room 1213. 12, that's not what? my room. That's not my... <laughs> what? what? Your wife is chipped or you're chipped, you know, you can get in trouble. You, you forget to take that thing out. <laughs> they got you on some screen like you're, you're with your dog. You're both chipped. So, I don't know. It's... I think it's here. So, American Idol filing for bankruptcy. Did you see that? Show's over. Yep, show's over. They owe like four hundred million. They owe as much as Portugal or Puerto Rico. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. They owe four hundred million bucks. So apparently the creditors are going to have to get in line and sing for payment. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they need to sing a new song. Now that would be a good show. Okay. <laughs> And so 
not only do they pay the building, the pension fund pays the guy who pays the building and the commercial, and then, of course, they're out of it. They've made their money, and then Sports Authority pays the pension fund. So who gets screwed? You, it's not too hard to figure out. The pension fund. Is there's it? always the fine print. Right. So fine print. I like this one. How about Volkswagen? You know, Farming Nugent. Farming Nugent. Volkswagen, you know, who, you got to love them. Some engineer figured out if you plug the diesel car into the state's emission computer, it'll read that it's getting, you know, it's putting out no emissions, but in reality, no one will ever check the tailpipe because everything's computerized. We're not pulling for the banana in the tailpipe. <laughs> <laughs> Volkswagen says that they figured it was going to be a high. They're, they're sorry. $18 billion. They got it down to $8.8 billion. So that's their that's their offer. But don't worry, because what they'll do is they'll allow them to claim these losses off of their taxes, and they probably won't pay any U.S. tax for the next 10 years yep. and call it even. That'll be it, too. You're absolutely right. So so there you have that. So $8.8 billion. being a liberal or a Volkswagen guy means you never have to say you're sorry. My favorite Volkswagen ad was years ago. Some of you people will remember that this is in the late 60s, early 70s. I was just a kid. And the guy was getting a speeding ticket in his bug, in his Beetle. In his Beetle. Right, and I don't know, he was doing like 75 and a 65, and he's, and he's asking the cop if he could write it up for 90. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite thing. Favorite one. He goes, I want to show it to all my friends. <laughs> that was pretty funny. So, and then, to top it all off, Ford. While Volkswagen's apologizing, Ford has record profit on subprime auto loans and government sales. Final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour on a Friday. Eric Cedarstrom sitting in here. Guy Friday. We'll be back. Stay with us. We appreciate it. Ten ten a.m. KXXT. Everybody's working for the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great day, man. Thanks for that, Ramon. Good producer, man. He's right on top of it. A couple of things I'll finish with on this Friday. I save all this up, you know. So, um, I asked Joe during the break, is it, is it true that student loans are over a third in default in this country? And they have different levels. But if you want the real answer, the answer is yes. The government doesn't say that because... A big portion of those are in a what they call an abatement period, where you can just tell the government, hey, you know what, I know I'm not going to school anymore, and I've already got my degree, or I dropped out, but I can't afford to pay, uh, so can I just have some free time? And and that's what's happening right now with these the, the student loans. Uh, they they have their abatement period, and then the, and then you go into default. So you're actually not into default. You got to go like three, four, five years. We're talking about tr- trillions, though, right? It's the second law behind homes is number one, then student loans, and then automobiles. So the government would uh, ultimately would uh, had they not taken this over, that uh, this had the ability to take down banks. Hey, he's here to see me. How you doing? So oh, that's my guy. And then finally, um, 
They wanted, in Sacramento, somebody yesterday or the day before brought up making an official John Wayne Day. And it was rejected by the city council in Sacramento because it would be considered racist. But now, is there an MLK Day and there's a Cesar Chavez Day? God forbid anybody brings that up. But but to have a John Wayne, American icon, I know it's not Prince, okay? It's not as big as Prince, but John Wayne Day was shot down because they were considering that racist undertones to it. This is America Today, ladies and gentlemen. 800-951-0592. The Dow is down another 120 points today. It was down 220 points yesterday. The S&P, the NASDAQ are all lower as well. Uh, gold hitting fresh new highs, 15-month highs, up $28, $1,295 today. Silver, it's up a $0.30, cents, $17.85 cents, uh, today. We have about 25 St. Gaudens at $1,395. Where's gold at? Gold is at $1,295. By the way, that'll put a St. Gaudens today at about uh, $30 over cost at $1,395. 800-951-0592. I only got 25 of them. Get them while you can. I didn't think you could get them. Well, you can't. And these were these I, I had bought them from old customers coming back and and, and coming in. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to. I can't sell them at thirteen ninety five. The U.S. St. Gaudens was when not when FDR but Teddy Roosevelt commissioned Augustus St. Gaudens. He thought the Liberty coinage was ugly, and he wanted to redesign it. And this is where they came up with the Walking Lady Liberty, which is a design they use on the Silver Eagles. They use the on the Gold Eagles, Eagles now. About everything, yeah, and and they made them from nineteen oh seven right up to gold confiscation in 1933. Interesting thought, you know, uh, Teddy Roosevelt was agnostic, and he took In God We Trust off the coins, and the country went nuts, and they put them back on in 08. But that wouldn't happen today. So if you can get a St. Gaudens for 100 over spot, I suggest you pick one up. Call 1-800-951-0592 and add to your nice little private hard asset stash. God bless everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next Friday.